1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of our Portuguese Table podcast. How, how are you doing, Maria? Hey, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I'm really excited about today's show. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I can't <laughs> even tell you. Um, so today we have Peter Ferreira from Nuts & More. Hi, Peter. Hey, guys. Hey, so, Peter. So Peter is co-founder and CEO of Nuts and & More. And for those of you that are avid Shark Tank watchers like i am you may have seen peter he and his other co-founders were on the tank and they got a deal and oh my god i can't wait to hear all about it i'm so excited you're the first shark (laughs) tank like what do you call them? not contestant like shark tank feature company that i've ever yeah that's awesome and you happen to be portuguese which is amazing hello
2: yes yep
1: (laughs) So I, so that's how, so I'll just tell our listeners, that's how we found you. I'm sitting here watching shark tank and all of a sudden the names go across the, the TV and I went, Oh, that guy's Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> and so of course I have to, I think the email I sent you was okay. Hi, Peter. I saw your name and you have to be Portuguese. Right. And that's so a good yeah, good pickup line, you know, yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we have so many questions for you, Peter. I don't even know if we should start, like, how did you get on Shark Tank or like... Just tell everything. Us we want to know everything. Yeah. The, yeah. day you were, the day you were born, it all started. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> now, are you first generation, second? Were you born there? Tell us everything, honey.
2: Sure, sure, sure. So, yeah, I am. I'm first generation uh, Portuguese. My parents are from the Azores. They're both yes. from are yeah, both from, San Miguel, from Punta Delgada.
1: Yay! Yay. <laughs> uh,
2: they immigrated here to the U.S. Uh, to Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island specifically in uh, early seventies, and um, yeah, they've been here ever since.
0: For some reason or another, I thought you were out in California because I live in Massachusetts, and when yeah, you Angela, guys are neighbors, we're neighbors.
1: Yeah, apart.
0: Well, I live. Well, I grew up. How can I say it? I was born in San Miguel and I came over when I was six in 19, in the sixties. I'm not going to put my age out there, but I'm an old lady. (laughs) And so we've lived in Southeastern Mass for, I mean, for, oh my God, for almost 50 years now. And I was, I'm always in Rhode Island. I'm, my husband's family is all from Rhode Island. So I'm always in Rhode Island. We could have done a podcast differently. I could have been right
1: there with you. I know.
2: You, yeah, I, you could have came up, visited the facility. We could have did this live. Yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> Next time, Next, we'll we'll do another one, and that <laughs> one, and that one will include video. Yes. Yes. That yes. I like awesome.
2: that. Next time, I the, like follow, that. the follow. You, I, I'll have to do like a, a yearly like checkup. You know. I
1: love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you grew up in Providence, and you, you know, were involved in the Portuguese community. You went to Portuguese school. How did you get into I think in our first conversation, you said your parents had a bakery.
2: Yeah. So they, when I was eight years old, my parents, uh, they, they, they bought a bakery. They, they really had no background in bakery. They're really the, the definition of a true, true entrepreneur. They, they just jumped right in. My mom was, a, uh, uh, my mom was an accountant and my, my dad had a small uh, cleaning business on the side. And yeah, it was, it was, I was eight. My brother was four. And I mean, what a risk, right? They knew nothing about Mm -hmm. it, but they, uh, they saw the vision. They jumped in and they've been there ever since. It's been like about 30 years. So
0: what bakery is that, Peter?
2: So it's called Silver Star Bakery. It's, uh, on the East side in the Fox point area of Providence.
1: Okay. And were they using like family recipes or how did they Absolutely. Determine. Okay.
2: Yeah, so it was it was already a Portuguese bakery. So uh, a lot of the recipes they just kinda took over. And my mom's oh, okay. My mom's creatives always love to bake. And she took a lot of those recipes along with her. So we make the traditional masa svada, the Oh uh, nice. The nata. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, I, need, <laughs> I can keep going. Oh go. please do. <laughs> <laughs> so much my dinner time. No, so, so, yeah, so it, it's a, it really, truly is a, it's a traditional Portuguese bakery. It's located a couple blocks from Brown University, if, if anybody knows. Nice. Yeah. Areas. Yeah.
1: Okay. And so did you learn how to bake bread as a result? Like, and you were kind of involved in the baking, or did you?
2: Yeah, my parents, at a, at a very early age, they they were dragging me to the bakery at <laughs> 5.30 in the morning during the summer times. Uh, I mean, literally from, like, 10 years old to to my late teens, I was doing everything from, um, you know, helping pack bread as a a young kid and then slowly moved on to working the mixes, making the breads all night long into the morning hours. I learned how to make donuts. I, I did it all over there.
1: Nice. Wow. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, it was great. It was fun.
1: And then, so fast forward, and so how did you kind of get started with your nuts and more like did this experience yeah. kind of help drive that
2: sure I, I think I think that all that work you know and, and I'm not gonna sit here and act like yeah I loved it you know my parents dragged me, <laughs> <They> dragged
1: me. <laughs> I've heard that before I've heard that before, it. Yeah.
2: no but it truly did kind of teach me um w- w- the true work ethic and what what it takes to, to make things happen and uh, the, the sacrifice yeah, the sacrifice made sure. for us. So I ended up going to college. I went to uh, Suffolk University in Boston, studied uh, programming. Uh, ended up becoming a web developer. Worked for a couple of telecom companies, and that's what I was doing. I was okay. working on websites and, and graphics. I had an art background as well. So this was just a total happy accident. Um,
0: <laughs> those are that. the those are the best. Those yeah. are absolutely the best.
2: Yeah, I um. So I was, I was into fitness as well, all through high school and then through college. And I got a little bit more serious with my fitness, with my diet. And I kind of stumbled upon this, this concoction because of the way I was eating. So I, I had this strict diet and I was just kind of paying attention. Being a marketing guy, I kind of was paying attention to the market. And I saw a few items out there that were starting to fortify uh, themselves, the yogurts. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yogurts are just uh, the the Greek yogurts with the protein. Um, There's a couple other things. And I just as just a sheer result of needing more protein in my diet, I just started to add my protein, which had no flavor into my peanut butter. So, so I could reach the macros that I needed, the essential fats and the macros. I was just, I was watching everything. I was really like on that macro level. I was like really into fitness. So, I uh, was speaking to a buddy of mine who's now my partner, he owned a supplement store, and uh, we tried out this formula at the shop, and people liked it, and they started to buy it. Like, That's nice. so crazy. It's just like ridiculous. So, um, I had a couple, uh, another couple buddies of mine out in California in Las Vegas. I, I shopped them over some jars. And um they connected with some some supplement stores in the area and the same thing happened. So I'm like, well, if it works out there, and it works here. Um
1: <laughs> It's gotta work it's everywhere, right? right?
2: Yeah, yep. So I, I took to the to the bakery with the help of my mom and we came up with a couple recipes. It took like it took a while, it took like six months to a year to develop a few recipes with some good flavors. It's it's tougher than you'd think, throwing all that mm-hmm. protein in the peanut butter and actually making it taste good. And and from that, from that point, it's when I realized all the work involved in, in filling these things by hand, and we needed to get some, some funding. We needed to quickly mm-hmm. look for a machine because we were wasting our, our, our evenings and our weekends at that bakery, right. just filling these things by hand. So it was a great problem, but we needed some help quick. So that's when the email to Shark Tank happened.
1: Wow. So, so you applied to them, Right
2: exactly so okay you know, in the interim i was you know looking for loans and i just happened to on the laptop one day in front of my tv i, I saw the show and i had only seen the show a couple times i had heard about it and i just <laughs> sat, i sat and i watched and that was really the first time i actually saw mark cuban and the whole panel and i really like paid attention and i was like wow imagine if i ever got on this show
1: <laughs> yeah imagine. Isn't, that's,
0: imagine. isn't that something that's awesome oh my god
2: so before the show even ended, I, I had an email already sent out to the producers, and that was it. I just it, it was out in the abyss and I, I forgot about it uh, about, I'd say six, I, I didn't even tell my partners. I, I completely forgot. I didn't even tell, I didn't tell anyone. I just sent it out. So about six months later, maybe six to eight months later, I got a response from one of the producers. Uh, they got back to me. Uh, it took a while. I, didn't, I never checked my voicemail. So they're like, dude, (laughs) dude, what are you doing? Don't you want to get on the show? And I'm like, is this, are you serious? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, very serious. We got your email. We saw what we were doing. You got this like pumped up, you know, peanut butter, this cool peanut butter. Like we kind of like what you're doing. And we we wanted to know if you wanted to maybe go through the process, uh, shoot an audition video, and then have a chance of, you know, flying out here and actually pitching to the sharks. And I'm like dude, this is crazy. (laughs) This is like, I I remember the moment I was in my driveway and I was like jumping around like a five-year-old. Oh, totally. And I just called my my partners and then we were all jumping around like five-year-olds. It's great. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I I just went online just to see your uh, your mom and dad's bakery. It is on Facebook. They have a Facebook page, <laughs> so I'm like, we'll make sure we include that yes. at, in our podcast notes. Sure, because that is definitely something for our, all of us around um, in southeastern Mass and in Rhode Island, or and also for. Does your, do your parents ship things out to people in different uh. states?
2: They don't yet.
0: They but. don't yet. Okay, we'll need to work on that because there's people out in the in the Midwest uh, area of Portuguese that are dying for Portuguese stuff. Uh, so I can I can see all their the stuff that they make. It looks great. It really does. They even
1: make their homemade bulgur. They
2: do. Oh nice. my God,
0: that looks awesome. That <laughs> looks so good. So so good.
1: So Peter, so you make this audition tape and then you go on the show and like, what is, I I can't even imagine how (laughs) surreal that must be. So like, what's that whole experience like?
2: Yeah. So it it was surreal. I, um, so basically you make the audition video, you go back and forth a few times. There's production teams that kind of, essentially they're just kind of competing with each other because each production team wants to have a successful entrepreneur get the deal. Oh, okay. They're really like, working with the, with us and the numbers to make everything work. And then, you know, they're always like, Hey, you know, maybe, um, that evaluation is, is a little too high, or you should, you should think about this because, you know, Kevin O'Leary likes this, or, you know, Barbara Corcoran likes this. Um, so you're, you're, you really tweaking this whole thing for a, a six months up until the time you arrive in LA for the day of the pitch. So Great. Once, once you arrive in LA, you're there for about a week and you get you get put in a hotel with all the other potential shark tank companies everybody mm-hmm. that's it's got this feel of like everybody's studying for the sats <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's kind of a cool vibe it's like everybody's that excited is. and nervous and it's nervous you know.
2: excited you know um, it, we 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 you're meeting a lot of people but everything is supposed to be hush hush and so there's this 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 air of it, it nerves across. Yeah. Yeah. So the first day out, it's actually the, the first day you're there. You actually have to pitch. And I, I actually found this even more nerve wracking than, than the tank. You actually have to pitch to all the ABC executives. So you got to do a test run because if you're not TV ready, you're not getting out. So
1: Interesting. We- yeah. Because there, there have been some awkward pitches out there that on the show right and you it's like you're sitting on the couch and you feel sorry for them you're cr- yes. you're cringing for them right yeah you're, like, you're right oh, on that sorry. you're right on that yeah so i yeah. could see so it's kind of nice that you actually got to practice right instead of the first time being out there under the lights right
2: it, it was it, it was it was good but the whole time you're there they're like telling you like just remember you mess up now you're going home <laughs> every step oh, of wow. my God. no pressure no the pressure week so you do exercises, but after that was like the major hurdle. And then, you know, you got like four or five days there to really get your numbers down, to really figure out how you're going to attack this thing. And and then the day arrives. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I'm like I'm like reliving it right now. I'm
1: getting
2: nervous. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, um, it, it was wow. We got up at like 5 a.m., and guess what, we were the last ones to, to, to actually film. And that was at like 10.30, 11 p.m. So the oh, whole oh God. wow. Living off like, you know, trailer food. So it's just like, we're munching and oh, it's, it, was, it, was a bad, it was rough. But we get on deck and they, they tell us, you're in the batter's box, you're up next, you know, you got a few minutes and uh, you're yeah, right. Somebody gave us the wrong information. We went right in. So we thought we had a couple more minutes no, right to the door. Those those doors that you see that swing open yeah. uh, right before a, an entrepreneur comes out. Yeah, we got placed right in front of that door, and I'm like, I thought we had another five minutes. So, <laughs> so we're like, you know, we're like praying. We're like, I don't know what we're doing here. It was like the funny. It's like the moment <laughs> before you're going down a roller coaster. Like you're at the
0: top. <laughs> like That's what the answer. heck am I doing?
1: Yeah,
2: going on right now. Like I don't belong here. So. The doors fling open. Everybody asks, "Hey, how's that? Is that music playing?" And the music's not playing. It's just silent. You just kind of walk out to your uh, to your spot. And uh, the, the one thing that I tell people that they don't know is you're on that spot. You get put on, placed on the spot, and it's you're there for about a minute while they're catching shots of you. So you got these cool cameras flying around, and it's it's super awkward because they're <laughs> yeah. looking at you. And you're like, wow, I've seen you on TV, and you're just staring at me. And, like, they're not making pretty faces. They're, like, they look mean and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just supposed to be still. And they tell you, okay, go. And then I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember the rest. I
1: just, wow. <laughs> you have to watch the episode to remember what happened, right?
2: Honestly, I couldn't even watch it for a while. I was, like, I'd get anxiety. Yeah. So, But yeah. we're not good. And now it's, it's, it's amazing. we got a great team. I actually work with both uh, investors have uh, business development teams and I work with them on a daily basis. I send out, um, bi-weekly reports and, um, you know, even like this week, you know, Mark responds. So they're, they're, uh, they're very much involved in the business. So it's been, it's been a while. So,
1: so you got deals with, it was a combined deal with Mark Cuban and Robert Herjavec, Right.
2: Correct. Yes. Correct.
1: That's awesome. Congratulations. That's so Congratulations cool. is right. That's awesome. Thank and, you
0: so
2: much.
1: And that was how long ago?
2: That was three and a half years ago. Three
0: yeah. And a half years ago. Wow. Now, but what I, I love also is, again, I, I, I'm i going, th- I'm, I'm like trolling now throughout the whole <laughs> internet here. And besides seeing your mom and dad's place, I'm in nuts and more page right now. Mm-hmm. And I see that just last May you were on QVC yes. and you were with Mark and you sold out 12,000 jars in six minutes.
1: Can oh my be- God. Can you believe it?
0: How amazing is that? So, I mean, the success continues and, and, you know, I, it, it, you have to come from a good grounded place to be able to take that and to run with it. And I'm going to go there and say that, that DNA of having that Portuguese DNA of our <laughs> strong worth ethics that we have and the things of, we strive to do it. And if we're going to do it, we're going to do it the best we possibly can. And I, I really, it, it just shows, it just shows how, how much of that is in us and how much it, it, it leads us to success and you've you're showing it to us right in there and there it's hard work but it's worth it that's awesome i am just i'm so proud of you
2: <laughs> thank you so much no, you're, you're so right it's uh i think that dna really is the backbone of this company and i i try to uh I, I, I preach it all the because that's what I know, you know, uh, yeah. it's, it's day in, day out. You know, it's mm-hmm. not pretty. It's not pretty. I mean, I know you see everybody else gets to see the highlights. Right. And, and it's pretty damn awesome. The highlights are pretty awesome. But it's it's it's, t- it's a tough road. We made a lot of mistakes and, and just like every other business we're learning. But it's day in, day out. You stay focused and you don't lose sight of what that end goal is.
1: And, and talking about the work ethic, you know, just as your parents took a risk and opened this bakery and we're working round the clock. So wow. did you, right. When you were hand jarring all your, your butters and like you said, you, all your nights and weekends were taken up with it. So you, we've, it's part of us. It's part of that. You do what you got to do. Right. It, so. It sure it
2: is. A, yeah. I actually, even if you take it step further back, you know, I, I was, uh, working at that telecom company and, um, you know, the writing was on the wall. There was some centralization going. I, I'm, I'm in a, in a creative department where everything's done online, everything's done remotely. And there were some positions being uh, routed to Atlanta. So again, this is right before we really took off with nuts and more. I said, man, I, I, I think we got something here. And I just left my mm-hmm. job.
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I said,
2: I'm out. This is this is going to work. I mean, if people on the West Coast are buying it, people on the East Coast are buying it. Somebody needs to just really jump in right now, head first, and lead mm-hmm. this thing because it's it's not going to lead itself. So I did, and it was the best move I ever made.
1: What would you say is one of the biggest lessons you've learned throughout this whole process, and when it comes to business?
2: Uh, I would say you know. Know what you know, and know what you're good at, and, and more importantly, know what you don't know.
0: Um, <laughs> That's and, a hard one.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and and outsource that to to, 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 the, <laughs> to the pros, to the people that 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 know what they're doing. I mean, unless you have a lot of like runway, a lot, of, you, you know, you have you have time, you know. So there's a lot of things that you need to know in business that you should know. Some of the finance stuff, some of the marketing, but for us, Nuts and More just exploded because of ABC and the Shark Tank. It was just no runway. Like we just, we had to just dip and dive and and, and get professionals and and we built a team pretty quick. And I'm very thankful. My team, without them, there'd be no Nuts and More. They're awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you did. You went from zero to a hundred.
2: Um, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I and mean, when you do that, and people, this is what people don't understand. You make a lot of mistakes when you're going that fast. And you just pray that, you know, some of the the, the mistakes you do don't, you know, really knock you off completely because uh, it's a market and it's a very competitive one. Now,
0: you know, now I'm going to go back into again in our DNA and what we where we come from, especially being first generation. I think you're very close to it. You you had parents or and I start with my parents or even as the generations goes on. It took a lot for them to leave an island or to leave the continent or to leave wherever it was and leave family, leave your home, leave everything that you know, and come to a different country. I don't care where where they came from and where they're going, to a land of immigrants, and that's where we are, and but in all of them the whole reason was was to do more to do more for themselves and to want more for their children and i we tend to forget that along the way because some of our parents sometimes grandparents that was their biggest Everything that they've ever done, and then once they get here, they're like, okay, I I don't want to chance it anymore, and I want my children to play it safe now because we're here. So it's – you know, this is it. This is the big thing. But what we can't forget is that we can't sit on our laurels. We have to keep Mm -hmm. going. Mm -hmm. We have to keep striving because we're here because of them, whether it was our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, and – We carry that with us as well as I am hoping our children will carry it forward. And again, it's being proud of who we are and proud of what we do and that little stubbornness that's in all of us (laughs) that we kind of need to um, keep in check it's all these wonderful, wonderful things, and I—I'm just I, I cannot wait to meet you now. I cannot <laughs> wait to meet you. That is just—it's just awesome. I mean, you are—you're living the dream.
2: No, I am. Yeah. I, I totally. I, I know. I I I feel blessed, I feel blessed <laughs> every day. I'm like this is. Uh, I mean, I'm. I'm very inquisitive. I love. It. I always kind of just like to get into stuff and, and just see it all the way through. So, like, work wasn't that hard for me, but this is just so much fun. I, like, can't – I really can't believe how much fun I'm having. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, like you were just saying, my uh, – I saw my parents, I guess, struggle. At that age, you don't even really know it's struggle. But they'd tell me the story. They'd give me the whole, you know, I'm, this is all for you. This is all for us, you know. As they, they worked hard and they worked long hours and I got dragged to, to work with them. And, but, you know, I saw that risk that that was really a pivot point in my life and in their lives because they they took that risk and it could have went down. It could have just, we could
1: have
2: packed up and back at grandma's house, but it, it, they, they struggled and they didn't sleep. And I mean, my dad worked every night, there's seven days a week, but then they were able to provide a life for me and my brother that we hadn't had. And I noticed that Mm -hmm. I was able to see that, even though I was young, I saw the tide turning. I I saw things shifting. We moved from different locations. So you saw, and and I said, wow, they're successful. And by the time I got to, and I'm I'm just a competitive guy. So by the time I got to high school, I was like, I was already kind of freaking out. I'm like, look at my parents. I mean, these, they didn't know any English and look, Mm. and look at the life they built. And so as a competitive guy, I'm like, it's kind of weird, but I'm how, like, how am I going to <laughs> beat that? I know it sounds crazy, but I'm like, yeah, I'm beat that. Yeah. <laughs> so it just pushed me further, you know, uh, I was grateful, thankful enough to, to get into college and, and excel. And I just pushed, I just kept pushing. Mm-hmm. And I never knew if I was, I, I didn't know if I was ever going to, you know, uh, meet you know meet their goal because again competitive so you you set goals and I was like I, I don't know maybe I'll never get to where they are but I think um you know they're proud that's that's the biggest that's the most important thing they're proud and they tell me all the time and it's it's awesome oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the recipes that you have on your site because again we'll include your website in the show notes so everybody can can go find you and buy your butters you have a ton of flavors first of all, to choose from, which is awesome. And then you have all these recipes and (laughs) like really decadent desserts and (laughs) chocolate peanut butter pancakes. And holy moly, man, there's just, there's so many. So who, who did you, are some of those recipes yours? Did you work with somebody to come up with them? Like, how did you, and can I put in a personal request for a, Queja, the flavor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I told my mom to start working on that one. That yeah, be- who's sure. do, so who's <laughs> do spread? Oh my yeah.
1: god, oh yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome!
2: Oh, really? Awesome. So, up until not too long ago, I, I, I pretty much developed most of the flavors for the nut butters myself, but then it, it got to the point where I, I hired a a professional formulator. He's a, he's a great, great guy. I've actually worked with him on other projects for like fifteen years. Uh, wonderful guys. So he's he's worked on the last couple, the cookie butter, and yeah, salt, that, look, that looks caramel. Yeah, they're pretty good. The the recipes that you see. So the way that works is we, we got uh, we have an in, internal social media guru. She's amazing. She she's also a, a food expert. She's a chef, and she she's probably the great part of like last two years she's been helping me with that but we've kind of expanded things out a little further we have an ambassador team that's compiled all different types of athletes and believe it or not they're like some of the best chefs i've ever seen they come up with the coolest concoctions with our peanut butter so we just we we put everything together in our recipe section we put it on instagram and we've just been compiling this this list of recipes for the last couple of years and it's kind of more mm-hmm. something, something bigger. So yeah, we're kind of known for the, the food, the food porn. That's what they call it.
1: Yeah. So that, that needs to be turned into a cookbook. You know that, right? Yes. All those. <laughs>
2: yeah. that as we're working on that.
1: <laughs> um, but it's funny that you, um, so peanut butter is not a common food in Portugal. I don't think like oh, no. at least, at least like the, my friends and, and family that we're in touch with, uh, we put peanut butter on celery once and they were like, what is that? And like, it's delicious is what it is. You should really try it. And so have you, so do you, do you go to international markets or is it primarily us? I'm just wondering how because I would, I'm just trying to think, like, how would you introduce this to the Portuguese market and can we do – I mean, I was only partially joking about the quejada flavor because I think there could be some really delicious flavors, right? But they're necessarily – Yeah, not you could. You
0: know, I, I think in Portugal we have the biscoff, which is your biscuit butter. Or biscoff, oh, whatever.
1: Um, I've never heard of that. Oh, Yeah, okay. it's
0: made with Maria biscuits. Oh. oh. Yeah, biscoff. You can find, yeah. And then you, and of course the big thing that they have out there more than anything is the, like the Nutella, the, um, yeah, that's their big, huge thing. But now going to the Azores, when I go back and visit my family, they love their peanut butter. They can get peanut butter there. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely, because they have the stores there that sell American goods and you can get Skippy peanut butter. And their favorite oh. is is the Teddy one.
1: The Teddy one.
0: Teddy one, which has, um, which when you look at it, it has the oil separate from the butter.
1: Oh, OK. So it's a natural. OK, that's yes. good.
0: Yeah. They love that one the most.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, we got to get them some nuts and more. And, and we're working on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've teamed up with a uh, a global supplement distributor uh, Awesome! just recently the last uh six months and uh they they've gotten us into a couple of countries in, the, in in Europe and I know my cousins out there, they love it. They're always like, Hey, can you send me a case? Oh <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They're like pita pita bada. So
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. I just, yeah. it was, it's so not, I don't ever see it. I mean, I see it in the stores, but I don't see other people eating it when I go there. Right? Interesting. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's it's definitely an American food. Mm-hmm. I,
1: yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. And so I, I will, so there's an American store in Portugal, which just cracks me up. I should say in Lisbon specifically, the one I've seen, but she just cracks me up to see the... <laughs> The, the products that they carry and the fact that there's—it's literally called American Store. Yes, and it is called the American yeah. Store. <laughs> and just like you walk in there, and, and it's kind of like, yeah, I don't buy any of this stuff at home, but yeah, it's an, it's American stuff, right? Yeah, that's I, exactly it. And I almost feel bad because we're exposing them to not the best food that we have here. I mean, I think. Just America has a bad rep in general of being all fast food, you know? Right. (laughs) Which we are exposing. But
0: the other thing is, is when they do come here and they come for a visit in the United States, and let's say I have to go to the grocery store real quickly, and they'll come with me if they want to come, especially, you know, the the older ladies, they'll come with me. They just to see, and then they see the prices here. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, it's so (laughs) cheap. You yep. know, this is, you know, he's no <laughs> not he, you know, it's like, you know, so now they want to do barrels of uh, you know, for me to send out barrels of peanut butter and uh you know, uh, what is it? Oh the they love cheesecake. They love making cheesecakes. And one of the things that they love is you know, the pie the pie filling or the pie topping, whatever they they love that over their cheesecakes. And huh and in Port in St Michael if you go to the the American store and you buy the can of that of the um that the pie filling or whatever it is it's like like 10 euros wow 10 euros for one can well wow. here you buy it it's what 2 bucks a $1.99 if it's on sale or whatever so they were like oh my I mean they were like just blown away by how inexpensive <laughs> Gonna, yeah yeah. They the, the bite literally a supply. Yeah, they wanted a barrel. We had to get a barrel <laughs> to send back to them.
1: Yep.
2: So
0: are you sending barrels, Peter?
2: I, <laughs> that's so funny you say that because I remember doing that with my dad <laughs> the barrels. <laughs> <laughs> but it, Yeah. That's actually the biggest problem. It's it's the the again uh, distribution because of the weight. So yes. Yeah, uh, I imagine. Yeah. It it's but we're working that out. I haven't sent any barrels yet, but now my cousin's going to hear and they're going to be like, <laughs> hey, we
0: want that barrel. Let me tell you, I know a guy, Peter, I know a guy. He'll come to you. He'll pick it up and he'll put it at the, at the boat. I've got a guy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, I know
1: so so you're you're looking at shipping internationally. What What else is next for you? What's on the horizon?
2: Well, just more global distribution. Uh, Believe it or not, the Middle East has taken to our product, (laughs) okay, big big time. They're really with it. So we're big in the Middle East. Canada is really big. So we're we're looking to just kind of the past couple years. The past year, it's been it's been more focused on infrastructure and and hiring and and getting the the right people in place. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think next year we got a we got a few tricks up our sleeve. We got a like three new products we're gonna introduce and uh, it should shake things up a little bit.
1: Oh hello. The, that's great. The 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 rojdos flavor, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The blush maria blush. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna give up on that, Peter. I'm not giving up.
2: <laughs> Maybe it's another, um, no, you never know.
1: So we were coming up close to our time. So we have questions that we'd like to ask all of our guests about. Portuguese food and their experience with Portuguese food and things like that. So I'm going to throw a few out there to you, if that's all right. Absolutely. All right. So what's your favorite
2: Portuguese dish? Pequena de nata?
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yummy, yummy, yummy. And what would be your, the thing that you, like, if you were to say, mom, I want you to make this, like the best thing that she makes for you.
2: Interesting
1: the
0: very best like what you crave
2: interesting it's probably that it's probably the, 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 the but you know what it, there's nothing like some sardineish <laughs> grilled up i just had some uh today <clears> oh so good yeah, yeah nice. that is so good it's nice. my summer and just being with the family it's just like it's just like soul food it's it's awesome
0: it is soul food. Now, do you have the sardines or do you have the shichachs?
2: Oh, the shichachs too, yeah. Kumbholt yep. Mm-hmm, okay. All of the, all of the
0: above.
2: I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a professional eater, so oh. I. we can keep going.
1: <laughs> now, now, is there any... Go ahead, I'm sorry. We're probably going to ask the same question. Is, was, there any, is there anything you won't eat? Any Portuguese food you won't eat?
2: No, not really. Oh, I, I really like – I love pouf, too, the way my grandmother makes it. I don't even know what it's called, but it's pouf. pouf I, I which
1: is octopus. Octopus, yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. octopus. Um, she has it, like, I don't know, in the dish. I, I don't cook, so <laughs> I'm not sure. There's a bunch <laughs> of people who make it, but the way she makes it is amazing. Uh, no, no I, I'm very adventurous. So I,
1: tripej, uh, uh, all the yeah. stuff. Yeah, Pig, we, pigs' feet, chicken legs, like everything.
2: Yeah, I've been I've been slowly, I've been heading the the opposite direction. I've been kind of going light on the meat these days. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, if it's there and I'm in the mood, you'll eat it. Hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, how how often do you go back to Saint Michael, hon?
2: Um. I was actually there, I was actually there last, no, the August, two two Augusts ago. I'm like, I'm like an every five-year kind of guy. And then I actually went to the mainland. Uh, I was in Algarve for the first time, too. That was pretty cool. Um, Nice. Two two years ago. Yeah. Uh,
0: I was saying the last time I went to St. Michael, I tried something I had never tried before. And that was barnacles.
2: Really? Mm. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, they call it Karaashsh, uh, and they it's along along with the periwinkles that are up against the stones. There are these almost like pointy, these pointy growths that come out. <laughs> oh, I, can't, I can't but they're they're barnacles. And they come to your plate and you're looking at it going, "Oh my God, I have a piece of rocks on top of my plate and they give you a little hook. That you go through this, like, little holes in those rocks, and and out comes, like, these little pieces of meat, and it tastes just like lobster. Yes.
1: Really? Yes. So, if so you go d- back... So, it doesn't sure. taste like, it doesn't taste like, um, No. Nope. Because I don't, I will not eat curacoish. I tried them. Yeah. It's a texture thing. I can't do it. Yeah.
0: Nope. <laughs> this is, like, little pieces of, like, lobster.
1: Wow. It is like the, the most delicious thing. Hmm.
0: I'm like, because I'm like, really, do I have to try it? And they're like, you got to try it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, all right. So I did one and, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is so good. And, of course, <laughs> everyone is like, didn't we tell you? Yeah, you know, whatever. So, but you, a
1: Krakash, which Krakash. is uh, Krakash. Yeah,
2: I got it. I
1: like like crackers, but you got to say
2: it with a Portuguese yeah. accent. Crackers. You got it,
1: crackers. crackers.
2: Yes. <laughs> like you've had that before. Come on.
0: <laughs> okay. So yeah, so you'll have that. <laughs>
1: mm. And so this is a Maria question. What's your first food memory?
0: That is my question. That Just is a- my question.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, your first food memory. That is that's important.
2: First food memory. God, that's a good one. But I, I mean, I think I think it's all kind of wrapped in together with the Serdinga Shishak. It really, like, when I think of food, it's it, it Portuguese food. It, it's those those parties, those moments that I had when I was a kid, when my whole family was over, over whether it was just kind of hanging out in the summer or just a birthday party, whatever. With those travessas, <laughs> it's just like. Like where are we going? Like Thanksgiving, people didn't understand it's like Thanksgiving every weekend. <laughs> that's right. Isn't that
0: the truth? Isn't that the truth? You're absolutely right. Everyone has it once a year. In you know regular fam- regular American families, we have it every weekend. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right.
2: Yeah. So really, that's probably those memories are my first food memories.
1: You now it's funny. Whenever I. I I have the Portuguese female gene of always cooking way too much food than is needed. And because you never know. Honestly, I wear that like a badge of honor, man, because (laughs) (laughs) you know what? I would rather somebody go home with leftovers from my house than than leave my house going, what does she think we're on a diet? You know, like exactly. So people can give me a hard time every time about cooking too much food. I don't care. Mm. I, I'm I, right there with I, you. It's part of who we are and it's part of like just that you eat so much and then you're so full and then you like, oh, that was <laughs> so good. And then you just lay around and you play cards and it's just, it's part of the whole thing, you know? Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Uh, so. this, is, this has just been great. It's been so good over. to to get to know you, Peter. And, and this certainly is not the last time that you're going to hear from us and – Maria's going to make a date with you guys to, to <laughs> yeah. go hang out. And then if you're ever in California, you absolutely have to to let me know so we can hang out and I can show you the very few Portuguese restaurants that we have out here.
2: Oh,
1: um, but yeah, we uh, – gosh, just wish you so much continued success and we are so proud of you. It, I, I, I will – always watch your episode and we'll, we'll put a link to it. (laughs) We'll put a link to the episode in the show notes so that people can watch it. And just, you're awesome. I mean, it's awesome. We were so glad to see one of our own on, on that show and do so well. Absolutely. And,
0: and the whole feeling, and I know Angela feels the same way. Hence the reason why we do this podcast is that, you know, it, when one of us
1: succeeds, we all succeed. We all succeed. Yep.
0: You know, and I, and I truly, and I know Angela feels the same way. We both feel exactly mm-hmm. the same way. And that is, we're all very proud of who we are as Portuguese, but we're also so proud of the success stories that yep. are in the Portuguese community that we don't hear enough about. And you're one of them. And, and yeah. that is, I mean, beyond
1: proud, beyond proud. Beyond Yep. <laughs> as, as Derek DeMello from The Portuguese Kids says, um Português, um Português, trish and he heard that from an old man. But That's right. Yeah. we heard it from him, and it's so true. It's so true. That's so
2: right. if yeah, we can awesome. ever... Do you know him? Yeah, we've met. Yeah, I've actually been at their office. They're right by me. So yeah. They're oh, brick- how funny. I... Yep, I was hey, like...
0: I was at their office
1: yesterday. <laughs> you were?
2: See? I was!
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Well, thank they- <laughs> you. Thank you so much, Peter, for taking the time. I yes. again can can't express how incredibly proud we are of you. And no, and um, I've placed my order for some nuts and more <laughs> butters. <laughs> I can't wait to try them. And uh, I'm waiting for the yep. Dos flavor. I, I'm, <laughs> on <it>.
2: I'm <laughs> on it. and I just want to thank you guys so much. I'm truly honored that you guys even reached out to me and and, and allow me to do this and to just give. You know, give me a moment to just kinda highlight me, the, the story, my the, my business. I, I'm I'm truly honored and, and, and blessed and thank you so much. And this is definitely not gonna be the last time that we talk. So absolutely not. Uh, thank you again.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much, Peter. All right. Bye, Peter. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Ciao. Bye. Bye oh, bye. So is he like super cool or what? I love that guy. That
0: was awesome. I mean, I love, I mean, he's the real deal, the real he's, deal of, right? of what we want, what we want. This is yeah. it. He is the American dream. He is absolutely the American dream.
1: I have to tell you, when I saw him on TV, I, I literally jumped off the couch and was like, oh my God, that guy's Portuguese. And it was, I think the, it's, this, the novelty or the impact of seeing one of your own on mainstream TV is still there. Like it, yes. there's, it doesn't, it's not like, oh yeah, another Portuguese guy on TV. It's like, no,
0: it's a big deal. It's it a is big a deal. big deal. Absolutely.
1: And he gets to work with Mark Cuban, and I know. Robert you know, what I, like holy crap man <laughs> what I
0: didn't ask we didn't go into further detail because he got the two I mean that are you know come across as being the nicer and all of that stuff uh-huh. versus you know Mr. O'Leary you right, know I didn't even right. go down there and like is he really that much of a douchebag that he comes across <laughs> but I didn't yeah. I didn't want to you know I didn't because he I, you know he would probably be very nice about it and say oh no he's a sweet man you know whatever but he really comes across as being a hard person to work with but maybe he's a softy maybe that's just a hard shell exterior for me you know yeah. it could be yeah. but yeah but he did get two great ones and i do like to watch the shark tank i like to go in there so to know that you're coming out there's no music it's all like you know and yeah. the way that things are though like you're there from early in the morning you don't get on till late at night you're you know it's the whole different way of looking at it now it's mm-hmm. uh it's great I'm, I'm so glad he was able to share that
1: with us. So Maria, why don't you go on the Shark Tank for your show? For my Portuguese uh, cooking show? Cooking show, yeah. I don't know. What kind of
0: percentage would they want? There's no percentage to give. I could give, uh, That's true. you know, That's I could true. cook them meals, you know. I could, Whoever <laughs> gives me money, I'm going to, you know, <laughs> cook them so many meals.
1: Well, uh, who but, knows? Yeah, maybe Maybe they would say, forget PBS and we're going to take you to the Food Network.
0: Well, heck, if from your lips to God's ears, ears. if if there's somebody out there who knows someone from the Food Network, let us know. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Because now I'm still looking for sponsors, and that has been the hardest thing.
1: um, It always is. Looking for money, asking for money is always – whether you're a business, a nonprofit, whatever, selling Girl Scout cookies door-to-door, it's always, yeah. the, it's always the hardest thing. But you're going to do yeah. it. I know you're going to yeah. do it because because we need your show. We need it. Our, our community need needs We need a it. Portuguese
0: cooking show. Gosh darn it. We do.
1: We absolutely we totally do. do. So it'll happen. Well, <clears throat> in the show notes, we will put a link to where people can donate for sure. <laughs> <laughs> And um, Aww. and we'll make it happen. But yeah, no, I'm so glad we got Peter on the show. He, yeah. oh, what an inspiration! Like I'm gonna it go really send is. my. I'm gonna go submit my name to Shark Tank.
0: You should talk about someone who uh, comes up with ideas. Ideas, it's you. I
1: know. It's got a million. Just got to make one of them work.
0: Yeah, and, but you know what? It's the same thing. And for them, they would be the investors.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see who maybe you'll be interviewing me as a shark tank. Oh my God.
0: Again, I'm going to say it from your lips to God's ears. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Imagine, imagine. Oh my God. That would be great. Okay. Everybody out there. Let's all think positive thoughts here. Let's all think
1: positive. And uh, thanks again for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. Thank you. Um, you. And if you haven't subscribed, I don't know what you're waiting for. Just subscribe to the podcast already on SoundCloud or iTunes. Um, Share it with your friends and family. Please leave us a review on iTunes so that that actually helps our ratings and helps people discover the podcast on iTunes a lot better. So please leave us a review. And and if you have questions, suggestions, you need a recipe, (laughs) anything, send us a message on Facebook or send us an email. And also, thank you to
0: those that that are listening. I mean, it's wonderful to see that over 4,000 people have come on and listened mm-hmm. to it that mm-hmm. that often, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And and people who, again, who have signed up to be followers of us on iTunes and SoundCloud, which is great. Yep. So we thank you, thank you, thank you, thank
1: you, thank you. We really thank appreciate it. All yeah. right, Maria. Have all great, right, honey. Have a great weekend. All right. You too. Até a próxima. Thank you. Até próxima.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to our Portuguese Table podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can do so on SoundCloud or iTunes. And all episodes can be found on our website at
1: www.ourportugestable.com. You can also reach us at feedback at com with comments, questions, or suggestions. Até, Até a próxima! próxima.